This episode of Juice Guru Radio is brought to you by Try Best, making healthy living easy. Welcome to Juice Guru Radio. Discover what the magic and power of juicing can do for you. And now, your host, best-selling author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Juice Fasting, Steve Prusak. And hello, welcome to the show. I'm Steve Prusak. We're so excited. We've got uh, Ron Frey here. He's a PhD, a former acting chief psychologist for the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, author of the book, Beat Depression and Improve Your Relationship with Interpersonal Psychology. Uh, he's, uh, he, we're going to hear all about him, so just stay tuned. Get some water, some tea or juice. We'll be back right after this with Ron Frey. Did you know you can make a great living in the hottest new business trend today? The Juice Guru Certification Program is the world's first online course to give you the knowledge and marketing skills to excel as a juicing coach and start making money in no time. Find out more at JuiceCoachTraining.com. Well, hello and welcome. You know, we haven't done a show about depression, and it's such a common, uh, you know, we should say issue in this culture. And we've got Ron Frey here, again, author of Beat Depression, Improve Your Relationship with Interpersonal Psychology. He's the co-author of uh, Feeling Better and also co-director of the Institute for Interpersonal Psychotherapy with Cindy Stolberg. Uh, He's coming to us from Quebec. Let's welcome to the show right now, Ron Frey. Hello. Dr. Frey, thank you for taking the time out of your uh, tour to be here with us. (laughs) My pleasure. So tell us um, how you got into this and, and working more towards overcoming depression. It's such an issue in our culture. Yeah, so I was a grad student in my final years in university, and uh, my supervisor said, well, you have to get trained in the psychotherapy. What do you want to get trained in? And the two schools of thought at that time was a cognitive therapy, which a lot of your listeners are probably well aware of. So that is looking at what's turning in your head, what kind of irrational thoughts you have or negative thoughts you have and challenge those thoughts. Or I could get trained in a new psychotherapy, which looked at actually how you relate to people and how you communicate and how you listen. And, uh, and I found that to be kind of an interesting and a different approach to uh, treating depression, one that doesn't blame your thoughts, but more or less looks at how you interact with people around you. And by optimizing your relationships, um, it will make you feel better. And so I got into IPT that way. So how do you do IPT? So how, it's called interpersonal psychotherapy. What is that exactly? Well, what it means exactly is that what researchers have found Uh, is that when you feel depressed, when you feel hopeless, or you feel down, or you feel like you've got the blues, usually there's something that's going on in your interpersonal world which hasn't been optimized. So that means you're either having a dispute with somebody, it could be your spouse, a lover, your girlfriend or boyfriend, it could be a dispute you're having at work, Uh, it could be somebody that's died in your family that you haven't really overcome that, that, that loss, Or it could be an important life transition, like you're going off to college for the first time and you're going to be missing your family and friends. So those are the type of what we call interpersonal issues. It involves people and changes in your your interpersonal world. And if we can optimize your functioning and and, and surround yourself with people that are supportive and loving and that understand you, uh, then you're going to feel better. And that's essentially what interpersonal psychotherapy is all about. How do we know if it's severe? I mean, depression is such a common thing. Everyone has their ups and downs. How do you know if, you know, it, it, if it's more severe, like we're, ex- we're experiencing depression for longer term and, um, and might need, you know, some, some real help with it? 
Well, uh, uh, that's a good question. What we're looking at as psychologists, we look for really functional uh, challenges. So if you're really feeling blue and you're really feeling down and you can't get yourself out of bed or you can't focus at work or at school or you're having some really, really dark thoughts like self-harm thoughts um, or your sleeping is really impaired, that's really some red flags that you're actually probably suffering uh, from symptoms that you should be talking to your doctor about. And he may or she may say, that's a classical depression. But you don't need a wait to get down to that point uh, to use a lot of the tips uh, that we have in the book for IPT. You can use them now if you're feeling slightly blue before your small fire turns into a raging inferno. So it says here, the four main areas in life that can be contributing factors to why people get down and depressed. And you talk about that in the book. Can we share some of those uh, factors? Because there's a lot going on now. Sure. So the four common areas, uh, one is called role disputes. So if you're having a dispute with a loved one or a work colleague, and you're not on the same page together, that can impact your mood negatively. So as IPT therapists, we look, in, we look at ways to improve the communication between the two parties so that you're both on the same page. Now, there are sometimes you have relationships where you're never going to be on the same page. And sometimes it's better, <clears throat> excuse me, to perhaps uncouple from that relationship, dissolve that relationship, and form new relationships where you have things more in common. So those are disputes that we'll work on in therapy. Another area is life transitions. Like I mentioned before, if you're going into retirement and you're now no longer at work with all your colleagues and buddies, that's a pretty significant uh, interpersonal transition. You're, you're losing a lot of uh, the people that you normally hang with, and that can negatively impact your mood as well. Another area is unresolved grief. So if somebody has died in your family and you just haven't been, over, you haven't been able to overcome that death and you've started to isolate yourself and pull away from the people around you, that can also negatively impact your mood. And the last one is what we call interpersonal deficits. And that's really if you've got kind of an interpersonal style, like you may be really aggressive in how you communicate, or you may be really dependent and needy. So you may have a personality which kind of pushes people away from you. And so if, that's your, if there's a personality style which is difficult to live with, that can also negatively impact your mood. So we typically focus on one of these four focal areas and work uh, with our patients uh, so that they start to have feeling better. So what led to the book? I mean, obviously, we're going to reach more people with the message. What was the, you know, the impetus to say, okay, I want to get this down and, and write a book and, and educate more people about this approach? There's, there's no book out there. This is like the first self-help book for interpersonal psychotherapy for patients. All the other IPT books that are out there are for clinicians, but not everybody has the luxury, excuse me, not everybody has the luxury uh, to find a psychologist that's been trained in IPT therapy, or uh, they just don't have the time or the resources to, uh, to, to use a, a psychotherapist, uh, but they can certainly pick up this book and work through week by week, uh, learning how to use the model to help themselves. By the way, the name of the book, we've got a, a link. You're, so the link to your website is interpersonalpsychotherapy.com. Correct. And that's where, can we get a copy of the book there? You can, or you can just go feeling better the book, and that'll also uh, bring you up. Uh, or even just go to Amazon, type in feeling, feeling better and IPT, and you're going you're gonna to find it on there easily. That's the name. It's called Feeling Better, just so you guys get that down. Um, now, another thing you, you mentioned in the book here is, is you encourage us to think of depression like a broken leg. And, and why is that? 
Well, because a lot of people minimize depression or are stigmatized, right? So they say, well, you know, it's not a real illness. Uh, or if you're feeling blue, just snap out of it and go to work, go to school, get yourself occupied, and don't think about these things, these interpersonal disputes that you're having, for example. And what we tell people is that, listen, if you're clinically depressed and it's, and it's really difficult for you to meet all the obligations that you would normally have to meet, whether that's as a mother or a father or as an employee or as a student, sometimes you just got to step back and take a little bit of time for yourself to work on the issues that need to be worked on so that you'll start to feel better. And so we use the broken leg analogy, like the mailman or the mailwoman, is that we wouldn't expect somebody to be carrying the mail if they had a broken leg, right? So we, will, we don't expect you to do all the things you would normally do if you're feeling depressed. And that's the analogy that we use. Makes sense. So then you go on to say um, that we should know who their who's are. And what did you mean by that? Well, sometimes we get stuck, right? We, we, you know, when we're having a dispute with somebody and we don't know, like, what to do about it, an IPT therapist will typically say, who can help you, right? So we de- basically say, who in your world that you can associate with may have gone through something similar? And if you reach out to those people, you're going to start uh, communicating with them. And just that act of reaching out and having conversations with people that can identify with you, the struggle that you're having, will make you feel better right away. So you get that kind of um, immediate little boost of energy, which will, which will encourage you to further um, uh, nurture those types of relationships. So what's the goal? What are you looking for people to get out of the book uh, feeling better? The goal really is for them to um, reflect on the relationships they have uh, to see if they're quality relationships, if they're relationships that can help them, and to actually use them. So a lot of guys, for example, they're not used to talking like emotion stuff. And so they'll, they, they won't even look at the relationships uh, from, with the, that kind of a lens. And so we really encourage our readers to take a good inventory of the people that you have in your world, in your life, and look at how can these people help me with the issues that I'm struggling with now and take a risk and establish a line of communication with them. And by doing that, you're going to start feeling better. Well, we love that we had you on the show because we talked to our listeners about getting healthy, you know, drinking juice, getting good food in their body and things like that. But our relationships are, are just as important overall healing. Isn't that right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's multifactorial, right? So we always encourage um, our patients to go out, get some exercise, get active, eat well. You are what you eat, right? And you, you are what you drink. But your interpersonal relationships are also a really critical component of that. And uh, so by nurturing healthy relationships and distancing yourself from toxic relationships, you're going to start reaping the reward. And if you can optimize your functioning both physically, nutritionally, and with the relationships around you, then you're going to be firing on all cylinders and you're going to start feeling better and you're going to be able to function better uh, in the world that you find yourself in. You know, it's an interesting world we live in. We're more connected than ever, and people are developing friendships over texting. It's not, we don't have the same interaction like maybe we did growing up, and a lot of people can feel isolated through this social media and, you know, loss of connection, and so to say. Do you, uh, what are your thoughts on that? How can people, you know, get themselves out and face-to-face and real human interaction? And I see it, especially with the kids growing up, they're really on their phones and not really face-to-face as much as they used to be. 
That's true. There's that, that, there's that what we call the internet paradox where you may have 500 friends on Facebook, but nobody really knows you. And if you look at things right. like Facebook, they're always usually posting positive things. It's not really the, the whole human experience, is it? Um, you know, I have a daughter and I remember um, she gets a message on Facebook that tells her when her friend's birthdays are. And I remember her telling me once, dad, I got to just send a quick text to my friend. It's her birthday today. And I said to her, listen, why don't you take a little bit of time, just pick up the phone, like in the good old days, and call her. And I said, I'll bet you'll be the only person, the only friend that actually uh, does that. And she looked at me like it came from outer space. Oh, dad, that's <laughs> like, why would I do something like that? But she did it. I got to give her credit. And she was on the phone like mm-hmm. for like over half an hour. That reminds me of when I was young. That's, that was normal, right? And she said, you know, like we had a really nice discussion and I always follow that up. Well, how did it make you feel? How did it make her feel that you actually made the effort of having that type of a, a conversation with her over the telephone as opposed to just a quick text, happy birthday? And it really made her feel good. It made her friend feel good. So let's collect more of that, right? So that's really what we encourage people. Sometimes you can use social media to start relationships, but you want to take it to the next step and meet for coffee, meet for tea, or you know, uh, meet at a group or at a meeting so that you can really benefit uh, from all the complexities that come with, uh, with uh, meeting people face-to-face. Great points. Now, we work with people, too, that actually build their own businesses or living a lifestyle where they're trying to, you know, entrepreneurial path that's different than the conventional. How about you and your journey on, you know, getting your message out there, writing a book? What made you decide to step out of the nine to five and start living your passion? Essentially, because as a psychologist, we want to help people. And as the, the thing is, is that there wasn't a manual, there wasn't a book out there for people to grab onto and to read at, an, you know, at a level which they can understand, not at an academic level. And our mission, both Cindy and myself, is to really spread the word of IPT. We want, we've seen our patients benefit from it, uh, and we want, we want everyone to benefit from this model. And so that was the, really the, the goal behind writing this book. And we train people in personal psychotherapy. We go to their, their, their place of work and we do customized training to get the word out so that people can benefit from this model. Well, it's a great mission. Thank you so much for being here. And anything to say in closing before we wrap up or final words and maybe something we didn't hit on during the interview. And again, I'm going to just give you guys the website. It's uh, interpersonalpsychotherapy.com. And don't worry, we'll have the links under the video or the show notes at Juice Guru Radio so you can uh, check it out. We'll also have a link to the book. Again, it's called Feeling Better by Dr. Ronald Frey. And uh, actually, you have a co-author on that, right? Yes. Cindy Stahlberg is our co-author. Exactly. Uh, Shout out to her, too. Yes. And so, anything to say in closing, though, before we wrap up? And again, thank you again for being on the show. Well, it's my pleasure. Listen, what's important is to surround yourself with people that are supportive. And it's really good to take stock of your interpersonal inventory and look at the people you have around you. Are they people that you want to work together to feel better, to have positive communication with? And if you don't have enough of them, then you've got to really go out there and find some, right? Go find yourself individuals that you have something in common with. And if you can have that experience, you're going to start uh, feeling better. So it's good to take stock. Look at the inventory of people you have. You may need to replenish them. You may need to change some of them. You may need to get closer to some others and distance yourself from others. But you really want to optimize your friendships. And you do that by communicating with them in a meaningful way. 
Dr. Bray. Thank you again for being here, Ron. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. I'm Steve Prusak, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Juice Guru Radio. Find out more about us at JuiceGuruRadio.com. Until next time, get your juice on.